name's Colin, that's Stu, this is the Evil G Podcast, episode 24, 25, dear Jesus, <laughs> I said 25 last week when it was 24, and then, yeah, yep. opposite, but yeah, on a fucking roll, why not? Um, Start as you mean to go on. Just fucking up at every step of the way. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, yeah. So we've got some some stuff that's happened. Actually, we've got an actual review of a game. I guess you could call it. Technically, it is. We haven't reviewed a game since Alien Fireteam. That's not that long ago. You only get uh, so many. You can only get so many games at launch. True. It's, true, and so, especially this year. There has been a bit of weed right. It's an expensive goddamn hobby. Um, <laughs> right, I guess I'll start there then. Uh, so yeah, Metroid Dread came out on Friday, and I bought that, and I have been playing it. Um, and I will say it is fantastic. I'm. It looks very good. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, of course, this is a return to. The 2D Metroid, uh, the fifth in that that series of Metroid, Super Metroid, so on. I think the last one was Fusion on the GBA, if I'm not mis- right. mistaken. Uh, so this follows on the story. Um, you've got the you know, the the X guys that do the the DNA and and can turn into whatever they attach themselves to. Metroids are. Uh, extinct at this point um and they they sent uh they they find this planet with a bunch of these x organisms uh and they send these robots down to to harvest them or capture them or whatever the robots stop talking so send in the samus um (laughs) and we'll get it like metro has not always been like massive on story but uh, yeah, some people might want want to be spoiler free, so I won't go any further and just know that you're on this planet to check out where where did all these robots go. Um, so the robots they're called the Emmy. Uh, that's the big hook for this game. That's new. Um, so they've all gone nuts and will attack you on sight. Um, and you'll get big areas of the map uh, where they patrol. Um, I think there's like seven of them all together, uh, something like that. And basically, if one of these, so they're in a patrol mode, you can see a vision cone. Uh, they can, if you make noise, they'll hear it. Um, and you cannot kill them. Not at first, anyway. Oh. Uh, your weapons are useless against them. If they see you, they will run after you, and it's an insta kill if they touch you. Um, oh, shit. So there's a lot of getting about the map. So obviously, Metroid is action exploration which i think is a way better for the name for that type of game than metroidvania um i don't know i like that name it's a bit too <laughs> derivative i was like i was like you're just copying these two types of games is like you know at least uh, this describes but what that's you're doing. not a bad thing you're exploring and there's action <laughs> action exploration um well, anyway, the, the point is, you'll have to move about the map a lot. A lot of times you're going to have to go through one of the areas where one of these guys is patrolling, oh. so you got to use stealth and um, 
use the map to your advantage to get around to keep a uh, an ear out because they'll they'll make noise when they're close they'll show up on your mini map when they're close um you just have to use your wits to get around them until you I get have to, to the... ask oh go ahead as a as a, a guy who's i'm okay with stealth sections in games if they're done well so how well is the stealth done in it Still's probably the wrong word for it. You do get powers oh, okay. that, that gives you like a, a thermal camouflage, um, and it ticks down on a bar. Uh, I guess you you still are trying to avoid detection. Um, let's say if you didn't have the patience to wait around on the stealth, you can just bomb in there and just make sure you know where you're going and you can get there quick. Um, Fair enough. Then. One of the Emmys I have faced was actually a lot quicker than the other one so it's really hard to get away from him if you if he does see you but it's not impossible you can you know mm. uh, as you unlock more powers as as metro games though you have more options uh open to you but you can sort of you know just you know jump up go over here drop down there give them the slip you know going around in circles a bit until you get to one of the doors to get out of the area um but it, it breaks up the, the gameplay a bit. It's like, because when you're going into these things, there's all the creepy music, everything's all faded out and there's like static around the corners and it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's appropriately named Dread because that's what you'd be feeling when you hear the noise that the, the Emmy makes when it's getting close and you're like, um, it's just one of the, like, there's, there's games out there where they will throw like a bad guy that you can just do nothing about. Um, and you you just have to run it. It's not a it's not a new thing. Um, you know, Mister X, Resident Evil Two. Mm. Um, but they also they they're very memorable uh, if done right. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I think the the, the Emmy are 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 done right here. Um, you know, for um, you having to plan, and it just it just gives that bit of variation where it's not it's not just another Metroid game where you know you oh you get the super rocket now so you open all those doors and go there like, um, it's more to it, and then it's real good when you get the uh, you have to get a specific energy type so you'll find a room with a basically a brain, a big massive brain that you have to kill, um. And then once you've done that, you'll get the anim- uh, that will charge your your cannon and turn it into an omega cannon, um, which you then have to first get, you can go back in. Now you can fight the bastards. So the the whole point of this is is then you use the the rapid shot. Now you can't you move while you're firing it, so you have to plant your feet, aim, and shoot at it, and hit it in the head to um continuously until you'll see its armor sort of turn red until it breaks off but you're not done yet once that's done you then have to use your charge shot which again you have to plant your feet no running and charging uh charge up till it's complete aim and hit it in the eye uh that the armor was protecting so there's still that uh like it's coming for you it's if it gets to mm. you you are dead so you know it, it does a good job of creating that sort of panicky sense of you know, urgency while you're you're trying to charge up your weapon to to take it out. Um, yeah, so I really like it. Um, soundtrack is great. It's it's very Metroid. Um, you know, a lot of electronic sort of almost ambience. I guess hmm. would be the right term for it. Um, and then all your favorite, like the wee load game jingle, is in there. <laughs> you know Sweet. the one. Um, 
Yeah, Sam has spoken this as well, which I wasn't expecting. Ooh. She didn't speak English. She spoke whatever right. the language, the Chozo. So there, there was an actual... So I mentioned before, like, the Chozo, this is the first game they've been in. So um, it seems like the big, big bad is some uh, warrior guy who has a, a cannon similar to yours. You meet him at the very start. He doesn't kill you, though. He just sends you tumbling to the bottom of the down a big chasm thing um and you lose all your powers as you do it is a metroid game um mm-hmm. then i've met a, another one that you actually have a conversation with well, samus only says one thing uh but he basically <laughs> basically info drops it's like here's what's going on and why it's like oh thanks <laughs> um but but yeah, it's uh, then you 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 get uh, every so often they'll they'll throw a, a chosen soldier at you to fight, and those those are really fun fights because um, you're sort of using all your your powers and all. Um, As someone almost with the ability of yourself, it's not exactly that. I know that that's been done in the past with the the X organism being able to you know create a, a copy of Samus. I think that was that was was that fusion or was that one of in one of the primes. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's just a, a fun wee fight. It's not a boss fight, but it's like, you know, it's got a couple of attacks. It, it, it shoots, um, the, similar to how you do, it's got a charge shot similar, similar how you do. And then, then got these, these charger melee attacks that you, that you need to avoid. Um, but it's a, it's a fun, fun wee fight. Um, and and uh, it's loaded up with uh, you know bosses that all have their own own gimmicks to beat them as well. Um, some of the bosses have been really really fun. Uh, the part of the fun is is figuring out how to actually beat it. Right, what am I actually supposed to do here? Because um, it's not as simple as just let's shoot at it. Like there's this big weird tentacle creature thing uh, is one of the bosses, um, and you can spend a lot of time just shooting it. Uh, and it's weak points, but it'll never kill it because you have to, uh, basically what you have to do is shoot it until an opportunity arises where you hit one button on the side you're standing, uh, and it sort of halfway drains the water out of the room. Uh, then you have to attach yourself to like a, a thing, a wee conveyor thing at, at the top over it and that carries you to the other side of the monster and do it again and then that completely drains room which opens up the weak point which you can then just fucking hurl missiles at for a while um so yeah um really enjoying it really good if you have a switch get it just get it um but uh like if you're a metroid fan fan you've been fucking waiting a long time for this so i would assume you'd already have it um yeah but if you're even <laughs> just just looking for a, a good switch game, hey, this is mm. it. Um, love to see it done on something because like you can just tell it's a switch game by certain you know textures look like a switch game that sort of thing. Mm. It runs well, I'll say that. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they've just announced that. That is, this is the the fastest selling um, launch for the series to date, uh, which is promising for for us getting more. Obviously, we've got Metroid Prime Four 
in the works somewhere, which is a game that was restarted, which is never a good sign. Um, and just on saying about the, like, we know Nintendo doesn't do the whole, like, powerful console, we're going to do our own thing. Um, yeah. But I just saw the, the guy called Brian Walker, he was a producer for Metro Prime and Metroid, uh, Metro Prime 2 and 3, and he, like, described what they had in mind. So 3 was to be the, the first Metroid game on the Wii, so that was their new console. They'd done um, one and two were on the GameCube. And then they had these big plans. They were going to do this big open world. You're going to be able to fly Samus's ship uh, between, um, you know, to, to get around the world and that. Uh, and then they announced the Wii's specs and they're like, no, we can't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> you feel for them, hey? I know. It's like if you're, if you're doing a first party Nintendo game and like, you, you literally, it's going to be a Nintendo exclusive. You, you can't really, you know, swing for the fences if you if you could. If you had the resource behind you to make a like a really high quality game with loads of expensive looking graphics and that, you you can't. You just can't. That's like, yeah. a, like how much would Bayonetta? Like you, you look at how Devil May Cry Five looks. You're, yeah. you're not going to get that with Bayonetta three. Like, no, you're it'll, not. It's going to play great, but it's not going to. It's not going to look anywhere well, near. The, did the Resi Remix come out on the Switch? No. I don't think they did. Did they? No. They well, there's no way you'd be able to do them. <laughs> no, it would, justice. it would run run like awful. There's been a lot of games suffering like. like um, Hades, probably one of the best games to come out the past year. Um, I, I think its Switch port was didn't run the best, and that game is fucking oh. fantastic. And it's a isometric, um, hand drawn graphics yeah. kind of game. So then here's a question: What goddamn wizardry did Ed use to get Doom and Doom Eternal running at sixty frames on the Switch? I don't know. They're just it's. It's it that studio's always been all about the uh, the technical side of things, rather than the fuck. But the the the, the Switch version of Doom Eternal, it, you can tell there's a downgrade a bit, but it still looks. It's probably the best looking Switch game. Hey, fair play to them. I don't but, know how to do it, but it just goes to show that maybe Nintendo should maybe dip their toe into the power game and maybe see what first-party people could do. Well, them 4K rumors <laughs> are flying around again. <laughs> Mine after I was thought there was a 4K Switch, and it turned out, oh, oh, yeah. no, it's this OLED thing, and now they're, they're, they're spinning up again. They, um, Imagine a Zelda game with the power of a PlayStation 5 behind it. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Breath of the Wild is still like it's not to, oh, yeah, to, yeah. to take away. Like they're still fantastic games. Um, but you know, you'd you'd like to see like the really shiny graphics. You know, high or fidel- if people fidel- could push fidelity. further. Yeah, there's certain things. There's certain things like would Zelda Breath of the Wild be better if you had more? you know, towns, like, it, it's a big open world, but most of it is empty. 
Like mm. the, there's stuff that is usually enemies, but it's like you'll get wee settlements, but there's there's not a massive amount going on around that. But um, you know, yeah, it's not always about graphics. It's it's about systems sometimes mm. as well. Um, just an update on something we took uh, we talked about before. Uh, Hitman on GOG. Remember that? We were talking about the people talking shit about DRMs because the game had the audacity of having to connect to the internet to do to use the internet enabled mm-hmm. parts of the game. Features. Uh, well, they've they've caved and they took it down. So what happens if you bought it? Well, you still have it. Okay, but you, you just d- can't buy it now. You just can't buy it. So hope you're happy. Now no one gets it. <laughs> uh, looks like they're probably going to put it back up again after they do something, but uh, that's really up to IO, isn't it? You know, do you, do you just strip out all that stuff? Or yeah, that's the only thing you can do, right? Yeah, you'll have no uh, elusive targets. You'll have no um, contracts mode, and you'll have no uh, leaderboards or anything like that. Oh well. <laughs> so yeah, you will get the bare bones of Hitman. Enjoy. You can play it offline now. You twats. I mean, hey, I, that's I, what I, they wanted. Where they're buying the game from this platform that only works online to begin with. Yeah, I know. You have to be online to buy the bloody game. That's on a PC. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Well, that that happened. There you go. Chumps. <laughs> um, more fun with PC platforms. So we finally, uh, Rockstar has officially announced the remaster of the Grand Theft Auto trilogy, as they're calling it. Um, is it a remaster? I guess it is. Uh, so that's Grand Theft Auto Three. Uh, Vice City and San Andreas. Um, so this has been knocking around for ages on rating boards, mm-hmm. people pulling achievement icons out of things. and uh, That's official. Here it is. It's Yay. the trilogy, the definitive edition, coming to PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, all the Xboxes, Switch, and PC. Well, the X, Series X and S and 1. Um, but but <laughs> so yeah yeah you'll probably have noticed um, Rockstar been doing a bit of fucking bullying Scum- yeah bullying scumminess. they've been bullying people um, so yeah. getting DCMA takedowns for mods and stuff for these games um, you know and just being general dickheads and first thing is some of the mods were really cool yeah yeah fans were um you know like it ended up being like look we're gonna just knock us in the head before they come for us because it's gonna happen um and they've also they will be delisting uh the original gta 3 vice city and san andreas from uh, platforms, I know Steam and that, um, there's been efforts made to encourage people to buy them as they are because 
it looks like the, the versions of those games, which this remaster, you don't know, is it? it's not going to be exactly the same. Things may have changed. If it is mm. a full-on remaster, they will f- change things and, like, the existence of these games as they originally were at the time will cease to be unless you have a PlayStation 2 copy, I guess. Mm. But, yep, yeah, that's... That's the. Uh, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being a, a shit here, but I kind of hope this remaster trilogy just falls in its face. I don't think it will. Uh, GTA Five is the big online thing. Do people really want to go back and play an offline Grand Theft Auto again? A lot of people keep asking for Grand Theft Auto Six. Yeah, um, and some information. I think they're still. They, they probably still would. Um, and I, I, I imagine this will probably sell well enough. Yeah, so this one has graphical improvements and modern gameplay enhancements. Um, but there's a, people that, there's a lot of people out there that feel passionately about having, you know, games as they were originally hmm. intended at the time um, to sort of... What's the word I'm trying to say? Um, preserve. Preserve its legacy. Instead of having this new version come in and just be the thing. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be too bad if they at least kept the original versions on the digital stores and stuff. But it's the fact that they're getting rid of those to replace it with yeah. this remaster. Which... Uh, so basically, if you want the original version, you need to buy it now. I don't know. You're, you're, I don't know why, though. You're still buying it. Like, you can still go buy the original versions of you know, Mass Effects. Yeah. Um, without the improvements. I don't know, Rock, Rockstar's a weird, weird company. Um, you know, they don't, I know, I won't be bothering with it. I'm done with GTA. No, I, I've no... I play those games and enjoyed them at the time, and I don't really want to... Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to... I don't care how many modern gameplay enhancements you make. It, it's like... So uh, like going back and trying to play them now would be pretty rough because I even at the time the shooting in those three games specifically was no. already pretty fucking rough. Let's be honest, those original th- that trilogy there, right? That was the games where you bought it, you mucked around for a while doing the missions, and then you bought the magazine with the cheats, and you just <laughs> fucked around with cheats. Of course, uh, that was a big part of it. Was just the absolute chaos you could, yeah, you could create. Um, but yeah, I guarantee that's part of a remaster. Oh, we've taken the cheats out. Nah, you couldn't. <laughs> you you fucking couldn't. Oh. Um, let's see what else we got. So, uh, we had a that finally had the Battlefield twenty forty two beta this weekend. Mm-hmm. We were playing it. Just played a couple of matches. It was broken as fuck. <laughs> it's very, it's we did funny. have a good laugh with the crazy old lady with her teeth and her eyeballs popping out. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Just floating in the midair in a <laughs> seated position. That's creepy as fuck. Oh, I actually enjoyed it though. Yeah, I had a decent time with it. It's like feels like a battlefield game. The only thing, and obviously we'll be able to get a look at it more when the game comes out, it took me a while to sort of figure out that 
It's not like uh, the old battlefields where you pick a class. This time you picked a, an operator. And you could choose any gun you wanted mm. and any sidearm and any sort of, if you wanted med kits or, or ammo boxes or C4 or C5, sorry. Yeah. That, you know, you chose that. Yeah. So the, the class thing wasn't really a thing anymore. I mean, you could be yeah. an engineer, but with a sniper rifle. I hope they improve the UI for all that stuff because it's a bit messy. Well, it was, I. And it is a beta, and I wanted to go, like, the only time you can go in and do anything with that stuff is when you're already in a game, and I wanted to sort of, you know, be setting that stuff up outside, which I assume yep. you will be able to do in the end. They made that mistake in Battlefield 4 originally. You couldn't change any of your classes unless you were in-game, mm. and obviously there was a bit of a kick-up about it, so they eventually added that, so it would need to be added before the game was out, because, like you say, you like to sort of set things up and then just go in and play a game. Yeah. And it'd be nice to see, you know, the uh, the progression path. Again, beta is probably not there because it's just a beta. Mm. Um, but, like, you know, you got these guns and you're just using iron sights at the start. Um, like, I'd like to know how long do I have to put up with this until I get a sight? <laughs> uh, a fucking decent sight. Yeah. Um, I will say that the crossplay... Yeah, all great have crossplay, <laughs> but like Jesus, is there a way to not have PC players on with the console? Because it's fuck me, you, it just can't can't do anything. PC <laughs> players need to grow some fucking balls and stop using sniper rifles. <laughs> I find it doesn't matter if what they use It's like they they will get to you before you get to them. Um, at least if I have a fucking face to face I can have a better chance instead of some cunt who's a fucking dot in the distance and I can't see him <laughs> aimbot using bastard um, <laughs> but I, I definitely did enjoy it and I probably will be picking it up although I will not be paying EA's price they go fuck themselves nah, no £70 for you That's nope. Uh, at least they uh, will allow people to play on both PS4 and PS5 for £70 now. Start uh, costing uh, that's nice £80 or whatever the fuck they were trying to charge Jesus for. Jesus Christ. Um, so if they want to continue just giving off about you know studios and uh, publishers doing shitty stuff, uh, Square Enix uh, have... <laughs> they're now selling XP boosters all for Marvel's Avengers. And I thought this shit had gone away. Do you want to know something? No. What? Players knew this was coming about six months ago. So six months ago, right. Square Enix slowed down the progression of oh, characters. Oh, right. And their excuse was, oh, people are smashing through the game a bit too quickly and we don't think they're getting as much enjoyment out of it as they should. And people were fucking messaging there and then going, you better not sell XP boosters then. And here we are, six months later. Yeah, can't be ours playing our shitty game. Buy an XP booster. I, that's the thing I I don't get. It's like if you're selling content, selling skins. Yeah, sometimes they're yeah. the, the pricing on them is absurd. At least you're getting something. But like, don't ask people to pay money to play less of your game. If your game mm. is like if 
if it's it making people feel like they're in the grind and it's taking too long yep. to get somewhere, rebalance the fucking game so it doesn't, which you already had it balanced like that and you chose to make it more grindy. Um, but th- this is just an excuse. Like, yeah, everyone, like, no matter, regardless of whether you can afford these or not, don't buy them. Don't encourage this kind of shit. I thought this kind of shit had gone away because it was everywhere mm-hmm. a couple of years ago and you haven't seen it as yep. much. Um, but no, no. That, if you're expecting people to pay to skip parts of your game, then your game's probably shit then. Like, what, yeah. are, you, what are you saying about your game if you're offering me to get it over quicker? I was like, am I, am I not supposed to have fun while playing this? And now, but now ready we're like, for the excuse for this? Go. Square Enix were, uh, said that we know that not everyone can put the same amount of hours into a game as other people, so we thought we would just try and even it up so people could maybe just put a little bit of money in to catch up with their friends at the same levels. Alright, so you exploit those people that don't have time? How about you put in a mode in the game that says, uh, the XP times two because I don't got time for this shit? Yeah. Huh? How about you do something yep. like that, which doesn't mean them paying you for literally nothing? Them giving yep. you money for you have you have made nothing to to give to them for their money. You like us fucking hell. Like what are well, you? Well, I t- know it hasn't gone down well, and their player Good. count has dropped significantly. Good. I hope it kills the fucking game. Honestly, I do. The game like, was on its last legs anyway. To it, be fair, it, it was already. And I, I hope that like this will, and I hope they take this as a lesson to their the the just the fucking greed. This is never the way that this is a shortcut way of trying to get the money that you were expecting out of a game. Yeah, this underperformed. It's like you, but like, go look at other games that, that turned it around, like a. You know, Ubisoft's a lot of their fucking online competitive stuff. They can't sell this kind of stuff because then it turns into pay to win. Because yep. let's be honest, Ubisoft, if they could, they fucking would. Um, yep. But I think it's up to all of us to be like, uh, tell them they can't do this. You can't. Mm-hmm. You've done this. Your game's dead. See you later. And do not fucking fire Crystal Dynamics because they do good work. Hmm. Most of the time. Um, yeah. Do you think you'd be able to get away with that if your game was free to play? No, I don't even think then because, well, for the, like, this you think, is. You know, people would try that shit if they were like, oh, but you didn't pay oh, for they, the game. They do. That's where the shit comes from. It is free to play. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, skip all this bullshit and speed it up. That, that started in free to play. Um, that's what all those, true, ga- true. How all those games were. But I don't think you should. Whether your game's free to play or not, you should never be charging money to make the game progress or skip parts of the game. Because then it's like, what are what are those parts that you're letting the person skip? What did you do those for? Uh, Other than to frustrate someone into spending more money, and that's just shitty. That's shit. You know, I enjoy that enlisted. Yeah, and I got the free. Uh, because I was in the beta, I got a free 30-day premium. They do this weird premium subscription. And if uh-huh. you're premium, you do get double XP for every game you play. But you also get, like, more squads and more soldiers. And, you know, basically you have a lot more than someone who doesn't pay for a premium. But you can still all play together. You just have more of the stuff. Yeah. 
I guess. But if I don't pay, well, I, mean, I haven't. You know, I've only lasted thirty days, and I haven't done it since because it's just a fun game. And yeah, it takes me longer to unlock my MP40s or my tanks or whatever. But I'm not sitting there going, "Oh God, just give me my tank." I'm like, "Yeah, this fucking class. Oh, look, I got a tank." Yeah, provided oh. provided it's balanced and like you can still, you know. Keep in up a, with people who are paying. Yeah, in a reasonable amount of time where you don't have to make this game your fucking life from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's it, it can be fine. Like Genshin Impact, I I don't give a shit. Like that's all gotcha and stuff. But the fact that they, if you just want to experience that game and play its content, at the start of that game, they give you more than enough characters and weapons to get the whole way through. Um, mm. and then you know you're having to pay for stuff after that, but it, uh, no point do you have to. And the, the it only that, that only appeals to the the fucking maniacs who're trying to pull like a five star you know character because mm. you know it's their fucking waifu bullshit sort of thing. Yeah. It's like yeah, come on. But that like if you want to play that game as a game. And just use the like when I was playing that, I I just be, I was using all my starting thing like the the very first one they give you straight off the bat when you meet her, she's like a flame based archer, and I was still using her at the end. It's like <laughs> there's there's no needs, there's no need for it, but it's there if you want mm-hmm. it, and the fact that it's there doesn't affect the people that don't want it. Whereas this is very different. The people that don't want it have yeah. been affected because they have readjusted your progression uh, so that you can get frustrated into paying money to make it go faster. Well, you know what will make it go faster? Stop fucking playing that game and move on to something better. It looks like that's what's going to happen. Um, right, let's let's talk about happier stuff. Uh, so we got a couple of new trailers. I mean, I mean but spoiler there. Uh, first one, just quickly... Uh, Shemu is getting an anime. The trailer is out. It's from the director of One Punch Man, so we know that's a he's a proven guy. Mm. Uh, Chikara Sakurai, uh, not to be confused with other Sakurais. Um, mm. if you don't know what Shemu is about, it's about a kid whose father gets killed and he goes seeking revenge. Pretty much that simple. Um, it had two games on the Dreamcast. Uh, it was originally planned to be this seven-part fucking epic thing. Just what, just way too ambitious for its own good. Um, yeah. They made that third game, for better or worse. It's not great. Um, but yeah, this anime, that, that's good. That, that that tells a story. And looking at this trailer, it's, it's following on... Um, like the exact storyline um and i think this is a good way for uh Yuzuki, um the developer for for Shemu to to get that story out there and get it finished mm. uh without trying to make any more shitty games um yeah so I'd, i'll i'll watch this um mm. and maybe it'll get a we'll get an end in the Shemu after all now the other trailer <laughs> so they're trying the resident evil film thing again yep. um with resident evil welcome to raccoon city 
Um, mm. So this is not Paul W.S. Anderson. We do not Good have <laughs> we do not have any any Mila Jovovich. Good start. Um, and it's a complete reboot. So, what, what's uh, you you don't know what I think? I I've got a I've got a reasonable idea what you probably think. Uh, I think it looks like the right amount of cheesiness. Right, like. People look at Resident Evil, right, and they're all, oh, it's, it's fantastic, and uh, oh, it should be slow-moving horror and really tense all the time. It's like, hang on, have Who you the played fuck? the original Resident Evil? Who the fuck said that because they haven't played Resident Evil? All the Evil comments before. were, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't look uh, <laughs> tense enough at all. And you're like, guys, in the original Resident Evil, fucking Barry is talking about jill sandwiches and fucking... You fight a big snake. You find a giant, <laughs> ah, there's a giant snake and a you, giant spider, and you blow a big monster up at the end with a with a rocket launcher. What? Right. Ah. So, so you, you didn't want to hear what I thought before we started here. So, do you yes. want to know what I thought? Yeah, I, I want to know. Despite myself, this has got me excited for it because it looks like B movie horror schlock, and Resident yeah. Evil is the video game version of B-movie horror schlock. And that is not an insult because I fucking love B-movie horror schlock. That is my shit. I love it. And that is what Resident Evil is. And that's the reason why I love Resident Evil is because of that. Like, it leaned into it so fucking hard. And that's why it's so good. And this looks like it is just going... It looks like it's a huge fan of... Resident Evil that's made this and has gone. Where's mm-hmm. a, what's all these iconic scenes that I can recreate? And I'm just gonna throw all these in there. You know what it reminds me of is that first Silent Hill movie where they're obviously yeah. like, we we just need to put this in. I don't care the context. That needs to go in. That needs to go in. That needs to go in. And that uh, came out as pretty decent. Um, that I think I enjoyed it's it. It's clearly a movie for Resident Evil fans. This is not for, yes. oh, we need to get as many people in seats. It's like, no, no, no. This is a Resident Evil movie. Right. If you don't yeah. know what Resident Evil is, go fuck yourself. So you look at this. Who's your main character? Claire fucking Radfield. Chris fucking Radfield. Fuck yeah. Jill Valentine. Leon S. Kennedy. They're all in there. It's the whole gang. Um, from the trailer. Burke and a Wesker in there too. Yep. Ada, you got Ada Wong. Yeah. Um, yep. And it looks like from the trailer, uh, it's l- like a a mashing of the first two films where we're looks om- like it's sort of half in the mansion, half in the yeah. police station. I, I it's hard to tell what order things go in, but uh, it it kind of looks like it, it's it takes Claire and Leon and just inserts them into the first game as well. It's like Claire showed up mm. before all the shit. Went. She she showed up because that's where Umbrella is, and she's all Umbrella conspiracies in the head. And she's all like, Chris, we need to go look at this stuff. And then, then they end up going to the mansion. Um, like the, the parts in the lab look so fucking spot on. It's not like mm-hmm. the the Anderson ones where it was this like real sterile clean. It, it, it looks more like the games lab where it's dingy and like because yep. everything's gone to shit. Um, and then I'm guessing. I was reading an interview with the director. Yeah. He actually got the blueprints from Capcom for the mansion and the PlayStation. Well, you not just play the game. Go take screenshots. Yeah, you know the way sometimes <laughs> there's just like load screens and things like that? Yeah, yeah. 
he literally has the entire blueprinted map, so everything links and all. So that apart, he's great. like, I don't want just you know uh, a black screen and they end up in a different area. Yeah. I want you to be able to see this whole thing's connected. So, so there's more they, like they've taken the two most iconic locations in the the entire mm-hmm. series, the Spencer Mansion and the Raccoon PD um, police station. Um, and recreate them and you see yep. someone like uh, it should see see that scene where they're just walking into the mansion and it looks like the cover of the resident evil remake yeah if you're like it's sick and then and then the scene the, the corridor scene with the the first time you see a zombie uh, uh, yeah right so yeah this is good this has got me excited, and I think it's going to be good for the right reasons. I think if you don't know anything about Resident Evil, it'll probably you'll probably think it's shit. Uh, but if you're into the schlocky, cheesy horror, or you're into Resident Evil, or both, which yeah, you probably are, I think this this looks like it's going to be great. I, I you'll be sitting in the cinema going, "Oh look at that! Oh look at that! Oh look at that!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It, I think it's actually going to be good, cheesy fun. Yeah. And this idea that people have that Resident Evil is like pure fucking jump out of your seat horror. What the fuck games were they playing? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, don't get me wrong. The, the remake of 2 had some tense moments, but then there's also a bit where you're fucking in the sewers and there's big giant things swallow you whole and one go. I find <laughs> people tend to like... 20 years down the line to overanalyze like what is essentially you know the the b-movie cheesy just fun shit and try and give it more meaning than it ever really was supposed to have um and like it don't it doesn't you don't need to be comparing it to like fucking you know high art or you you don't have to try and turn it into high it's okay to enjoy a thing based on being cheesy and stupid and like mm-hmm. that still has value as like why would you try and make it into some like masterclass in horror it's like no it's not it's it's a you know it's it's a throwback to yeah like like a tribute to like b-movie cheesy horror and like take it for what it is but don't try and turn it into something what you quote unquote more which probably not though um and if you want the slow burn weird horror that's what you got silent hill for so third mm-hmm. of december but looking forward to it same here really am will they do the dog scene well there's there was a dog in the trailer there was a dog but will they do the specific Dog scene, oh, and will oh. they do original or remake? Oh, imagine they did both. <laughs> so, so you so, think it happens so it comes the first cra- time, and you're crash, all, cra- uh, crashing through the first time you grab, and then they're going back through that corridor later, just again. <laughs> <laughs> Another window, same window, no, same window, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's for no <laughs> for no fucking reason. That Oh, that would be fantastic. It's good shit. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Um, mm. um, and something I look forward to every week, wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
So it was good this week. Yeah, we had some some big stuff happen. Um, so yeah, let's let's start with with dynamite. Um, and we're getting straight in there. Uh, we are in where the fuck are we? Philadelphia, Philly. Um, and we're getting Taz country. Right enough, yeah. ECW country, uh, which we'll mm-hmm. remember that for later. Um, so straight in there, waste no time, no entrances, just the, uh, the super elite and uh, Jurassic Express, Brian Danielson, Kristen Cage are all already in the ring and they get announced and we're ready to go. And let's, let's get this episode of Dynamite started with a bang, no pun intended. Mm. Um, so yeah, this is a fast paced, just constant hitting you with more and more moves, uh, match, which you would expect by now. Um, we got a couple of big important spots cause, uh, pretty early on Christian Cage gets taken out. Yeah. I have a funny feeling with that's for with a, by an, uh, an indie taker to the outside. Um, Mm. What do you think that's for? Well, they obviously he's getting very close to bound for glory. Yeah. So I reckon they'll maybe just quote unquote injure him, so he's not wrestling weekly on Dynamite to avoid anything happening before Impact's big pay per view because they obviously need him there. Mm. Um, but I do reckon he's going to lose the belt at this, so this could be one of the last times you see Christian with the Impact title on uh, on Dynamite. Uh, I will say this match, a couple of ropey spots. That one I just missed wasn't the neatest indie taker. Um, no, it wasn't. <laughs> we had Jungle Boy uh, trying to hurricane Rana to Nick Jackson to the outside. He almost yep. misses Nick Jackson, yes. does a great job of catching him. Um, he does. And then taking the front flip onto the floor. Um, really good. And then there was just the really silly looking one where they all tried to powerbomb Luchasaurus and couldn't, oh. <laughs> couldn't manage it. Everyone's like, he's a fucking dinosaur. You try lifting him. Uh, is he weighs two and a half tons. And the, the, <laughs> I love the look on uh, Kenny's face as well. He's like, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Let's just. <laughs> it was just like a, well, shit. <laughs> He's uh, a, he is a big boy like you think about it yeah but th- there was three Although of them left there was <laughs> uh, there was a really cool sort of I, d- I don't know I wouldn't call it there was almost like a chemistry between Brian Danielson and Luchasaurus in this match like they came in together and they just started kicking the heads off everybody mm. at the same time mm. yeah it was almost it, like anything you can kick I can kick better <laughs> What we keep getting out of these matches is Luchasaurus has always made to look like an absolute destroyer. Oh. Uh, and are you going to say it then? I don't actually because uh, he saved them this week so he didn't get his rub. He actually helped uh, the big guy so that okay. doesn't count as a rub. Okay, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, He's getting uh, up there now. And they end up, we've got a, a three on four situation. Mm. Um Jungle Boy gets isolated, gets hit with everything. He was a workhorse in this match. He was, but he always is as well. He's the guy, he he started the match, he bumped for, you know, he he was the isolated guy at the start, Mm. and he was the isolated guy at the end. He took everyone's finisher, he took a four-way BTE trigger. Um, (sighs) 
And yeah, but a really good match. Uh, the crowd was all over this one. Um, nice. Was fucking Adam Cole pinned him to the bastard? <laughs> Who else? <laughs> Who else would it be? It's good getting a, a, a nice uh, multi-man, really fast-paced, high-spot, uh, you know, extravaganza at uh, the start. There was a, a spot I really enjoyed where all four of them were around Danielson. And he just fucking went for it. <laughs> he was just wailing on all. Oh, I it's just the the forearm shots to everyone. Um, <laughs> Kenny got the chest booted off him again. Um, uh. It's good stuff. Like they they lost, but they like they just make they they make everyone on the losing team look so good while uh. making the the super elite look like a bunch of fucking arseholes. So it's because uh, obviously <laughs> you had Cutler and Matt getting involved again. Yeah. Um, next up, we have CM Punk, um, who mm. comes out, uh, tells everyone to look at his shoes, asks everyone, do you want me to wrestle or do you want a cheesecake? <laughs> and then cracks a ch- cheese steak. He, he, he almost got heat there for a second. <laughs> He's in Philadelphia <laughs> talking about cheesecakes. Do they do cheesecakes in Philadelphia? Like a cheese- I don't think they're famous for their cheesecakes. But, but cheesecake is made of Philadelphia. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> but it's, 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 anyway, um, so yeah, he, he challenges Daniel Garcia on Rampage and then gives his shoes to some kid. Mm. Some nice shoes, though. Um, and then after that, holy fuck. <laughs> Arn Anderson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Standing in Cody Rhodes' backyard at night. We have flaming barrel burned Cody Rhodes' suit. <laughs> Talking away to okay, himself. Yeah. Yep. And Cody comes out in his bulk and he's like, on? The f- <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you finally noticed I was here? He's like, so you, you didn't announce it? You went in to his house, into his bedroom, took a suit out of his closet, went out his backyard and started a fire, and you didn't go, hey, I'm here? <laughs> and How'd you not see him? And that's Cody's problem? <laughs> You know what? He probably did and went to fucking hide. He's like, oh <laughs> shit, Arn's here. Uh, then he slaps him. And he slaps him because he refused to burn his tie and then he burns the tie. It's like, <laughs> this is getting weird. We kind of <laughs> like it though. <laughs> I have to let him join him. Um, it's definitely a lot more interesting than what Cody was doing beforehand. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's 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 got your. I definitely think this is a lot more interesting. And I like that the 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 black stuff is done with, and he he got beat, and that's mm. that. We're done with. Um, next we have uh, Bobby Fish making his AEW debut, challenging for the TNT title uh, from Sammy Guevara. This was a good match. This was a good match, man. Sammy does a really nice looking Spanish fly that doesn't look shit. <sighs> Because I think most Spanish flies just look shit because it's like, yeah, it's obviously you're, that's not a offensive, it doesn't look like an offensive move, but his his looks really good. He just does it so fast. There's two people I think to absolutely nail it, and that is Sammy and Ray Phoenix. Mm. Well, Ray Phoenix. Phoenix was a really good one. He can do everything. Um, sure. So yeah, that we're getting a lot of... Uh, Hard strikes and that from Fish. Fish is a really nice Falcon Arrow off the top. Um, mm. 
I'm not that familiar with Fish's work. I haven't seen a lot of him. Same. But, but solid. Um, I, I've heard that he used to be a lot more before he got a lot of injuries. Uh, he used to do a lot more, but like it, it's fine. Slow it down a bit. Um, uh, more more he's like this. Got a unique wee build on him. Yeah, he's 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 kind of he's kind of big and small at the same time. Aye. he's very wide. Like he's yes, he's stout. I guess you'd call him. Yep. Um, but uh, he's got some some nice facial hair there, and he does look like he would take your head off. <laughs> So he looks like good. a nasty man. Uh, next up, oh, well, so uh, sorry, Guevara wins this one. If you had to Aye. had to be told, um, yeah, it's a it's a good match. Uh, and then it's right after it is. Ah, it's not written here, but I'm nearly sure that was when uh, Men of the Year came out. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's it's not on here for some reason. There was one moment I absolutely loved during this. What was that? So obviously, uh, Men of the Year come out, attacks Ami, um, and Pretty for Fuego comes down, tries to help. He gets mauled as well. As he usually And then does. obviously, and then Jericho Hager come down, they clear the ring a bit, and uh, Judas is obviously playing, and uh, what Lambert starts shouting about, shut that shit off. I, I, and the crowd keeps singing and he's literally like on the mic he's all oh god I just shit talking <laughs> the, the, the crowd the entire time that they're singing uh, are you done yet <laughs> brilliant eh? yeah so um, then this is obviously set up a match for next week yeah so we've got uh, the men of the year Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page and Junior Dos Santos mm. um, versus Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, and Sammy. Do I have that right? Yes. Uh, Jericho say we're going to beat the living shit of you, Lambert. See you in Miami. Um, I know Lambert has your man at ringside as well, that guy that yes. took Jericho's head off. So when I first saw I was reading this, and the way his name is spelled, I was pronouncing it George. <laughs> mm-hmm. but i was like spelt with a j jo- like j-o-r-g-e so i was like george uh, no nah, it's jorge <laughs> jorge all right <laughs> jorge masvidal um yeah that's the guy that need jericho in the head uh apparently he's some sort of big deal in ufc i don't know who this man is so that's why i said his name wrong um so after that, we have Darby Allen versus Nick Camarado in a match that mostly took place in commercial break. Mm. Wasn't much to it. This was just to have Darby on the card, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I have to admit, I was expecting something to happen during this match. Yeah, Darby beat him. <laughs> and then yeah. st- sting up his own fucking tricks. He should be a heel. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess QG started it. But he no-sold yeah, the, the diamond cutter. <laughs> but tell you what, he no-sold getting double powerbomb through a table. What the fuck's a diamond cutter going to do? A QT <laughs> down. Say if it was DDP doing it. Or Randy yep, Orton. Sting would sell that. Sell that, but QT, fuck off. Oh, your shit hair. <laughs> Pube head. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Sting just murdering QT. 
But I, after that, I thought, right, this match is set up for MJF to do something. Yeah. But uh, I'm guessing MJF is like the the challenge that has been set to MJF is to get in Darby's head. You running out mm-hmm. and beating the shit out of him isn't going to do it. He needs to do stuff yeah. to sting. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. You see, I thought the, the point was Sting would be a ringside and then Sting would get the fuck bit out of him or something. Yeah, I suppose they that's did. What I thought was. Um, I, I suppose there's. Well, there's later. Time still. L- later. <laughs> something mm-hmm. might happen. Um, yeah, so next up we have a hell of a match Hikaru Shida versus Serena Deeb. Um, fuck. <sighs> These, this is good. these two are really good. Um, especially, the, sorry, but before we had that match, we had the announcement of the TBS Championship, the second uh, women's title. This is very cool. Yeah. Um, is this the first company to have a women's mid-card title? I don't know. Um, I wouldn't even describe it as a mid-card. Would you describe TNT title as a mid-card title? <laughs> Uh, it, it's well, it's feels, obviously not the world title. It, it it's that's not, what I mean. I it's a secondary title. I think calling it mid card just makes it Sorry. sound a little less. I I don't know. Like technically, you're right. That, you're that, right. Technically, that's right as well. But it's it's more than that. It has prestige to it. Yeah, because let's be honest, Sammy Guevara is not mid carder. No, neither was Miro. No, neither was Miro. Neither was Brody Lee. Neither oh, is Cody no. Rhodes. If you look at the people that nope. have held that title, you can't call it a mid-card title, really. Yeah, Darby was one as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Secondary it, title, it's a better name for it then. It has had so many, uh, like, just add pretty much every name attached to it is, is significant, and it, mm. it's been defended, and it's just been, that title's been built up really well. Now, this one... I hope they do the same. I hope this gets the women on TV more, mm-hmm. um, which would be your assumption, thinking like, yeah, you, if you're adding a secondary title, we're going to need more than one match per show. Um, so hopefully that that gives the gives the women's division another push because it, it has been improving a lot, and there, there's been more uh, big things happening in the women's division. Um, and this is just another thing to add to it. And they're going to have a, I hope this tournament they have to decide it. Cause this, this title, this champion won't be crowned until January, which is when they switch the mm. TBS. Um, and I hope they make this just a big, massive tournament, big, big tournament. Um, get as many people in there as you can outside people. Or like just, yeah, just a, a huge, yeah, kind of like you do with your TNT championship. You can have just anyone sort of going for it. Yeah. Yeah. And just run that tournament from now to January, and it, it'll yep. it'll seem like such a big deal. So yeah, this, this match. Um, now you would take either one of these as the first champion easily. Um, uh, uh, yeah, this this was such a good match. Uh, really well paced. Um, Deeb working very heel. Um, slaps the hand away from from Sheeta. Uh, the handshake at the start. She uh, also, she did goes to do her running, launching off the chair. <laughs> she like, mm. just lifts the chair and fires up back onto the ring. So none of that. She never got to do it. <laughs> uh, that's that's uh, definitely heel. Um, 
I how to find my words here. That's just how good it was. I don't even know what to, what to I say. got very when this match was going on a bit. I noticed Shivani and JR talking about, you know, it's a bit of an insult, you know, because they obviously had the trophy. The, the big deal was if she'd have won this, it would be her 50th win. Yeah, and they, and had, they had, had like a trophy, trophy waiting for her. I know. Uh, they, they, it was kind of obvious what was going to happen, uh, how this was going to go down. It's like, this, you're, you're, not, you're not winning. Um, yeah. It, it, was, it was too obvious. Um, and, yeah, you end up getting debuts and some devious tactics. A chop block. That, that, uh, aye, the chop blocks and then the what? You, the serenity lock when she was absolutely oh. wailing her knee and all off the floor. Aye. She po- poked her in the eye first as well. That's right. Before before she did the serenity lock, that's how she got into it. Um, so yeah, Deep does win. Um, this is just just a really... Two, this is just two really good workers. I don't like using that term, but... Um, like just putting on a really good match it's just that that simple um mm. and yeah i think deep got over well and with help of commentary it's like this is a bit insulting you're you're making assumptions here uh, before the match has even started um it'd be nice if this led to a wee bit more of a healy shida because cheetah as a heel is fucking awesome uh and mm. she she's got that she's got that english down now so she can start cutting promos on boys um, well then obviously after the match Steve gets out of the ring grabs the fucking trophy and smashes it over fucking Cheetah's head mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so much for your trophy yep. uh, Deep definitely making a statement there um, good to she's been out for a while with injury um, I hope she features mm. prominently in this tournament for the TBS title um, people have been pointing out online how if you look at the TBS logo in the middle it it can kind of look like hose, <laughs> so it's actually the, okay. the, the hose championship. I don't see it myself. <laughs> I can clearly see a T, a B, and an S. I well, there you go. Um, so main event time, uh, mm. big moment. So we got the casino ladder match, which we had one before. So it's kind of like a ladder match crossed with a money in the bank match, crossed with a Royal Rumble. Um, so there's a poker chip suspended above the ring. Whoever gets that gets a shot at the title, uh, but they don't get to say when. That's prearranged. Uh, two people start. There's ladders. Uh, every two minutes, another competitor enters. The total of seven competitors. We have Pac, Orange Cassidy, Elidolo, Andrade Elidolo, um, Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, uh, Moxley. Lance Archer, and then a Joker who is a secret. Who could that be? <laughs> um, this match was fucking nuts. Some really insane. crazy spots in here. Uh, lots of ladder shit. Um, I loved Archer coming out with a randomer and throwing him and throwing him at Andrade and Andrade ducking him <laughs> and getting a fucking boot up the face that was cool also liked archer doing like when when moxie's music hit and moxie coming through the crowd lance archer was in the middle of the ring with a ladder and he was like no nah, fuck that i'm gonna I'm, I'm i'm going to get this motherfucker before he comes up here and just goes out into the crowd to head him off which was pretty cool i like that as well um any spots before the you know, the big thing happens that you want to point out? 
there was a spot where um, Archer put the ladder across. He had one in the middle, and he had the other one sort of across the ropes, and he put Cassidy on it, and he splashed off the... Mm. the mm. Was it top or middle rope? I think it was the middle rope. He did. Um, I wouldn't still fancy that coming down on top of me, though. No, no. Especially when you're all... I'm not trying to say Orange Cassidy's a small man, but he's not Lance Archer. No, definitely not. <laughs> Took that coming down on top of me would not be nice. Yeah, Lance Archer doing a lot of stuff here. Um, but, of course, we get to the, the seventh man, and whose music hits? It's Adam Page. Of that course it is. goes nuts. Hell of a pop, man. Like, it's unbelievable pop. Um, like, it's up there with, with punks. Mm. Uh, crowd goes absolutely fucking nuts. Out he comes. Um, and then he's here to do some fucking crazy shit. Uh, the, the, fuck, the, mate. The, the pack. The, the, oh, Oh, what do you call that? I mean, the dead eye. The, the dead, dead eye. Um, his foot, from the top of the ladder through, <laughs> through the, uh, through the, the the table. That's the word I'm looking for. And I had um, there's a couple of people around me uh, that don't normally watch wrestling. I put I put this on. Uh, just you know, like like I see wrestling's good again. And it's like at that point they all fucking went, oh Jesus. <laughs> like covered up like and fucking horrified of what they were seeing. Um Yeah, that that's how crazy that was. Um oh, it was fair I mean you, that's a lot of trust that Pac's putting in them, but them them two are fantastic. And I love when they when they started um Excalibur straight away. It's like this this goes back to one of our the first rivalry of AEW was yep. Hangman Page and Pac. Um, just those those callbacks, you know, maintaining the mm. the lore of AEW. Um, it's good shit. Um, so yeah, the the we end up with uh, Page up the ladder. Moxie comes up, uh, just exchanging forearms to the face. Uh, Page goes to town. Uh, Moxie eventually just falls off the ladder, and there you go. Do you think something was planned and they were like, shit, we don't have time? I don't know. I don't know the, the reason Mox sort of sat for a second. I think he was. And then tr- he fell off. I think he was trying to do a, like a, oh, I'm fucked, dizzy. I'm d- oh, all right. And you're. It, maybe he was supposed to teeter a wee bit more where you're all like, oh, is he? Oh. Uh, but uh, yeah, he just kind of goes down. So, Hangman Page is the winner. <laughs> And we'll get a shot when has to be full gear, right? Well, you'd think so, but when we talk about rampage, there's something I want to ask you. Okay, let's talk about rampage then. Right during one of the ad breaks, before we talk about any of the matches. Yeah, during one of the ad breaks, it done that eliminator tournament thing again. Remember they did yes. last year? Yes, I didn't notice this as well. So they're having an eliminator tournament, and it said. Now, did it say the the winner would be in a match for the title at all out, or did it say the final was at all out? The final was at all out last year. Yeah, it was Hangman and Kenny. So is that not what this is? Is would that That's not what be I'm this will be Hangman's first opponent? Um, mm. Is what I'm thinking. Well, we're assuming. <laughs> 
He's one in. He Come he's on. Good. They're good at pulling the carpet out, man. I don't know. It's time. It's time. It's time. If they wait any longer or do any more, that like people are going to turn on it. I think like the timing's perfect now. Yeah. Uh, and and they should capitalize on it. Uh, so yeah, rampage. Uh, up first, Fucking we have first match was unbelievable. Yep, CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia. Um, fuck, this this was brilliant. Really slow paced. But in a good way, in that mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's all submissions, very very technical. Like Garcia mm-hmm. just working Punk's leg. Um, yep. Constantly. As were two point Yeah, two point <laughs> for playing as well. And then you had Punk sort of you know utilizing his size size of it, uh, advantage um, mm-hmm. to to get the better of Garcia. Um, and it was just well thought out, and it just it it goes to show is like yeah that we you don't always need you know Tope Suicida triple flips to yep. to make a good yep. match. This is a different kind of match, still fucking great. Um, eventually we get uh, Garcia countering uh, the go to sleep into a sharpshooter, which we is working a leg to to get. He's got a really good sharpshooter. He does. He sinks that in deep. Um, yeah, but Punk gets out of that. Uh, Punk does do a dive on top of everybody. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and then we get uh, Garcia put into the Anaconda Vice, uh, and to which mm. he taps out. Um, yeah, really good technical match. So it just seems like, like even uh, even Taz had to give the devil his due. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like punk very much. Um, yeah, a lot of people. How did you find Jericho like, commentary this week? Very toned down. Let other people hey, speak. Uh, there was a line he actually used, and I remember laughing. I thought it was brilliant, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Punk's just sort of. You know, doing very three very different types of opponents he's gone for so far. Mm-hmm. So he's just kind of you know stretching out, seeing what's what. Um, but we're, we've like that's three good to solid matches we've had out of him so far. So I think he's getting better each match as well. He, he is, yeah, hundred um, percent. You you can. I like he went back to the tights this week. Is he going to switch between the trunks and the tights I, each time? Man, go for it. I I was like, ah, oh, a bit disappointed that he caved and um, and wore the 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 pants last week. Ah. Um, but it's good to see the long boys back again. I think he'll just mix it up. I mix it up. Whatever mood he's in. Maybe one day I'll come out in shorts. Real fucking throwback. <laughs> a singlet? I don't think he ever wore a singlet before. I don't think Punk has the size for a singlet. No offense to Punk. Uh, it might be too close you, to Colca. You, you <laughs> true as well. You, you've got to have that big barrel chest though for a, a singlet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next we have the Lucha Bros versus Acclaimed, which is for the tag titles. This is Lucha Bros' first defense. No, no, no. Is it Should not? they defend it against Butcher and Blade? Oh, you're right. This is their second defense. This match, to me, started quite slow, but fuck, by the end of it, it was amazing. Hmm. 
Yeah, after that, there was a few sort of wee sort of oh 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 moments at the start, but then it's sort of going oh oh oh. Well, Phoenix and Penta are the big flashy boys, uh, yes. and the acclaimed are the heel team. So it makes sense to not let them do any of that flashy stuff early on, which ah. is what they were doing. Taking out Phoenix. The acclaimed are very good. They are. I I really like them. Um, even played upon all that shit with Casher did, which <laughs> really dumb, but. <sighs> He's definitely toned way back on his, his rap. He's no so. problem making fun of himself, clearly, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Bones is excellent as well. I really like Bones. He has. He reminds me of EC3. Oh, I can see it. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, Lucha Brothers win this. Um, not be dropping the tag titles on a rampage. Uh, <laughs> but then they've also got the AAA tag titles to worry about. Uh, and mm. we have a mystery opponent of masked wrestlers that uh, mm. Andrade is bringing in next week to take them on for the AAA titles. I've heard rumors. What have you heard? And if this if this rumors true, it'd be amazing. I've heard uh, Drago and Aerostar. Okay. Now they know the Lucha Brothers very well because they all worked in Lucha Underground together. And obviously Triple A. That would be a fantastic match to just watch. There's a name I was told. I'm just trying to see if I can find it here. Dragon Lee? Dragon Lee? Dragon Lee. Mm. I don't know him. Um, I will use... Not Google and look them up. <laughs> Sometimes credit is wait. No, that's probably not him. That's an actor from 1940. There. <laughs> <laughs> My son, boy, come on it. Uh, he's he's a Mexican wrestler. 26 hmm. years old. Um, he's currently. He's more known for CMLL than AAA, but I guess that doesn't really mean anything. No, no. they're sort of under the same umbrella, they're not. Oh yeah, uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, maybe sort of. Um, mm. He's done work uh, Ring of Honor uh, New Japan as well. Oh okay. Mm. Oh yeah, is yeah. it next week that's happening? Uh, I think so. I think so. Mm. Trained by Pitbull? I assume they don't mean the rapper. I would hate to think so. <laughs> that wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, so next match, then, we have Jade up against Sky Blue. Green versus green, but it's okay because it's a very quick match. Um, I figured it would be. Yeah. Blue gets... A couple hump spots at the start and then just gets fucking jaded. That's it. Um, Jade uh, decides to keep going after the pin. Uh, Thunder Rosa comes down. Um, now, is Jade officially number one contender? She's she's ranked Apparently number so. one. But could uh, could you see her being the first TBS 
champion. Mm. I cannot see her women winning the women the women's title off of Britt Baker at this stage. That's no. that's not happening. Might be bad to give her the TBS and still have Thunder Rosa then take it off Britt. But it's a long, long way away to have her ranked number one. Um, mm, unless true. she does just go up against Brit at some point and loses, which is yeah. fine. But I don't know what kind of match that'll be. Um, is Brit mm. capable of carrying uh, Jade to a decent match? We have discussed this before, and I guess. Do you go down we, the. We just have to wait and see. Do you go down the triple threat route again? I, I don't know. Um, anyway, our final match, our, we tribute to ECW with the uh, FTW mm-hmm. title being defended in a Philly street fight. Um, it's Brian Cage taking on Ricky Starks. Um, not as much interference as there could have been in this. <laughs> See, yeah, this. I was expecting... I have to admit, I was expecting, with it being Tony Khan and all, I was expecting a couple of old faces to show up, mm. seeing as they were in Philadelphia. But then uh, I know some of those old faces have dubious pasts, and he doesn't want them in his company, maybe. Yeah. Who are you referring to? I was, I don't know, I was half expecting Sandman? fucking... No, well, maybe, I don't know, maybe Sabu or some shit. Maybe RVD. No, RVD wouldn't would be fine, I guess. But nah. Um. So yeah, this this being a a street fight, there was a lot of um a, a lot of weapons being used. Uh, Starks in control for a long, long ass mm-hmm. time because uh, he they he had the broken off end of a bull cue. That was some. He just sort of clubbed him in the side of that temple. That was yeah. uh, <laughs> a nasty looking wee shot. Yeah, um, Cage eventually gets gets going a bit and starts to get the advantage. But that's when uh, Hook and Hobbs come come out. Uh, Cage manages Hook's gets cleaned for the first he, time. He did. I Hook took a bump because um, uh, Cage, hell of a bump Cage just takes them both out. Um, then we let you get that Spears off Stark and then <laughs> they have to get Cage up onto the corner so uh, Starks can get him up for the Rochambeau um, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that, that a lot of that was to sell him being big because oh, it looked like he was struggling but he did the move all safely in that so that was mm. fine uh, but he gets the three count and Starks beats Cage, is this over or what are we doing here? Um, is, I'm is not that... too sure. Yeah, but the the line of commentary of the night belongs to Taz. What was that? When Cage is coming out, he literally all, "He's a heathen and he's a bum." <laughs> <laughs> I I had to pause it. I was laughing that hard. Man. Fucking Taz. Although there's one thing we forgot to mention. I can't remember if it was Dynamite or Rampage. And what was that? Young Dante Martin put out a challenge. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was on Dynamite. Dante Martin challenge. Anyone? <laughs> Lights go out. I guess this is how Malachi Black accepts challenges. Lights come on, kicks his fucking head off and says, you're all. 
Oh dear. It was weird because the um, the lights went out again and then came back on, and it was only Malachi in the ring. It's like, did he just eat him? <laughs> but he just fell out of the ring. I want Malachi to start doing like a Undertaker ministry type of thing to start kidnapping people and making them part of the House of Black, but that's just me. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So, yeah, I think I think I got us done for another yep. week. Um, yeah, kept it within sort of acceptable amount of time this time. <laughs> but um, yeah, everyone, go buy Metroid Dread. Go see Resident Evil when it's in cinemas. And watch fucking AEW. What are you waiting for? It's the best. Um, you'll be listening to us again next week. Or you better be. Yep. See you then. Bye. Bye.